Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Three Rivers Marine Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson, Rob Ensley, and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports Station. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Weldcraft, and Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Harbor Marine, Rain Marine, and Les Schwab Tires. His office is 1595 Southwest Bay Street in Port Orchard. He is the Trout Whisperer, Dave Johnson of KitsapMarina.com. Good morning. Welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing, Dave? Morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. Now, how are you am on I the lake? Follow up that moose hunt. Dude, I know. That Isn't that amazing? Cool. Did you see the size of that thing? I want to sit down and have a beer with him and hear the real story. Yeah, Joe's just money, dude. That raised the one hair I do have on my head. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, sitting on the lake right now, or you have a crab pot no, on the gun of the boat? I'm ready, actually ready to getting ready over. to go do crabbing first. Oh, nice, nice. So yeah. that we were gonna we were gonna hit you up on that. What's the deal with crabbing in Marine Area Ten? Depth, you know, do you throw weight in your pots? What kind of bait to use? All that stuff. Give us some, so give us some with tips the late run, down there. With the really late run through the low water in front of the creeks, um, there's a lot of crab. The uh, test fishing that went out in 11 and 10 um, was pretty good. And the tribes got their quota early this year out in Hood Canal, and it's probably the best winter crabbing we've ever seen out there um, from a bunch of friends of mine out there. So, you know, now's the time to go get them because they're big, purple, and hard and full of meat. Depth? Do you go deeper in the winter, shallower? What, what, what kind I, of I like dropping a couple at? shallow in by the mouth of the creek, and then I'll go deep 150, yeah. 160 feet, all the way up mm-hmm. to 200. Um, and bait the heck out of the pots, right? Are you, are you throwing a yep. lot of bait in there? Um, I like using squid, so I usually use five or six squid, and then if I got some freezer burn trout that I didn't use for halibut bait, I put those in there, and if you can get some horse clams, those work really good, and, you know, last year, in an overnight soak, we had our limits every day, so now's the time to get it, but you got to weight them down real heavy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's absolutely key. I, I think of all the things that you can tell somebody locally here, crabbing, getting adequate weight in the pots because the vast majority of crab gear we see are lightweight light wire generally the collapsible stuff um we typically fish something more along the lines of commercial gear ourselves personally so really don't have to add weight but that whole aspect of keeping that pot dave flat on the bottom having it not move having it be there when you get back they fish better it, and, and it's just you're not going to lose that gear because, you know, we've talked about this before. Even if you have the mandatory cotton rot and close your panels dropping off on that pot, those pots are still going to down, be down there killing crab. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. And, 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 and make sure you got plenty of extra line. You know, if you're fishing 150 feet, have 200 feet of line on your pot. Because if you snag a piece of kelp or a small piece of driftwood, um, you know, it's going to put a lot more drag on it. So having some extra line really helps people out. Are you running quarter inch lead line on your stuff now? Or are you still running? Yes, running, sir. Uh, yeah, that well, really cuts down on the drag too on your buoys. It yeah, does. That's a good point. It really does. No, not speaking of it's, speaking of buoys. What uh, do you run any extras? Do you? Uh, you know, I always you run a, bigger... run a twenty foot tag line just like we do for shrimp. 
really? because when you go out there and it, if the wind does pick up and it's a little rough, it's sure a lot easier to grab that extra tagline buoy and pull it into the boat and grab your gear and pull straight up so you don't put a lot of drag on everything. It sure works a lot better doing that, for me anyway. And now you, you can got see your them crab. from far away. You got your crab, you bring them home, are you cooking them whole? I like to clean mine first and then cook them. Uh, are you cooking them whole? And then how long are you are you cooking them in the, in the, uh, the steamer there, buddy? I cook mine for about 15 minutes once the once they hit that boiling water, and I always cook them whole. Okay, I just okay. old fashioned that's, and always do it. And, and Cause, cause that's we, the difference. Yeah, because I I don't cook mine nearly that long, but I clean them. Right. So yeah. you have a lot less right. mass there. You know. <clears throat> exactly. I, I I've I've done it before and done the whole. Um, obviously, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like them clean and and. You know, get those guts out of there. Sometimes it adds a little kind of funky flavor. To well, them. but it, but it depends too. You know, I, I've got some Polynesian and Japanese friends that want whole sure. crab, yeah. and that's fine. I'm ready to do that. But Dave, that's some of the confusion with regard to cooking crabs. Is people will take them, they'll they'll back them, throw them in there, and then they'll boil them for 15 minutes, which you really don't need to. Mm-mm. With with the way Joey and, and I typically do it in the summertime, we'll clean them. We get the water boiling. We put the put it in the put the basket in the water, which is just not even halfway up the the, the basket right there. Five minutes after they return to the boil, we're done. Right, you're done. You know? and, yeah. and I've never. And then had you don't you don't minutes, you don't shrink up the. And meat. then I throw them in a bucket of ice water. Yeah, that firms Instantly them up. Instantly sure. put them on ice. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. We instantly eat them. Yeah, yeah, they don't make it <laughs> to the ice. Well, we, yeah, we burn our fingers. Oh, there's dude, nothing better than telling. warm crab. Oh. We just love cooking them at the dock. And, dude, so it's good. so funny. You get, you get three, four, five guys on the boat, and, and you pull that crab up, yeah. and nobody says a word for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> nah, just you're crab, just mowing through crab. Yeah, Fresh yeah. dungeon essence. Oh, my so goodness, good. dude. Yeah. So what's the deal it with the trout fishing, man? If, yeah. you're, if you're not crabbing, you're trout fishing. really good. Okay. It's been really good. There's not a lot of pressure out there. I've been hitting Kitsap pretty hard. Um, probably going to go up to Leland tomorrow. Um, they just put a, almost 500 bigger ones in there. There's not a lot of guys been fishing there. They put, I think, 1,900 in it about a month ago. Um, the Watsil's been stocked. Spencer just got stocked again. Um, you know, a lot of the lakes over here that are open year-round, it's just a lot of fun. I troll ultra-right gear. I the black woolly bugger has just been deadly. Um, been a lot of fun. Lots and of simple. Fun. And you don't just, have to prep like, as much as when we go salmon and halibut yeah, fishing. And yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Speaking of halibut fishing, and I know you're, uh, you've are you kind of got your finger on the pulse of the regulatory ebbs and flows with regard to our to our ground fish fisheries. Yeah. Sounds sounds like we've, we're have we going to get a bump in quota here region, regionally in well, a few extra what days. Last, the last four years, we've had a steady quota in Area 2A, thanks to the Macaw Tribe. Um, the Macaw Tribe and the Northwest Indian Commission has submitted a letter to the IPHC, um, which the meeting is in January up in Victoria. We've got the proposed dates already with WDFW, and we got those approved through PFMC uh, a couple weeks ago down in California. And the macaws have asked for, um, and WDFW have asked for the same quota, and hopefully we can get that done in Area 2A as we've had the last four years and do it again for another four or five years. So we have a steady quota and we can have a steady season. 
So we'll see what happens when we go to Victoria in January. But, um, you know, the proposed dates are out there. They're pretty much set in stone. I've, and are, in are, all the years I've been doing it, they don't change them. Um, what about our so what about our Puget, this quota. What about our Puget Sound season? You know, we ended up with quite a few more extra days this last yeah, season. And I still don't think we caught the quota. I don't think we ever do. Right. Yeah. Well, no, Joey, we used to catch the quota quite a bit in Puget Sound and actually go over. Um, I think there's something biologically going on to where the halibut just aren't in, particularly the eastern straits like they used to be early. Um, the guys in Port Angeles did really good this year. Um, the fish seem to be shallower from reports I was getting, but the Eastern Straits has just been a struggle the last few years. And, you know, we got it open in, I believe, April 6th, five days a week. Mm-hmm. So it gives lots of opportunity to guys to get out there um, before the dogfish move in. And it, it kind of seems like the that Eastern Straits fishery is always kind of always up and down. Shit, it, some, there, I remember years where it was just lights and out, you nice know? And there's nice fish in there, we, man. We they're, get, they're yeah, you get big, these 50, 80-pound oh, yeah, halibut. Nice and then other, the next year, you'd think you're going to go out there and, and mm-hmm. whale on them, and you go yeah. out and it's like, geez, just yeah. tough. They just don't push in that far yeah. all the time. Yeah. But when they do, yep. pretty nice fish, yeah. Well, so Look how many times we were all together in Port Townsend, and we were up there fishing mm-hmm. the Disco Bay Derby and how many halibut we used to oh, catch. Yeah, sure. Sometimes you had to move. Just to get yeah. out of the halibut. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. There's to me, there's something else going on in the eastern straits where they just they just haven't been there. Well, they do that all over the up and down the coast. They, they migrate do. a little funny yeah, for do. a few years, and they then boom, they'll come back for five years. They're gone for five years, and they just the way they move. What's going on at the shop, man? Are you guys still busy over at, at Kitsap Marina? Very busy with uh, service. You know, sales were starting. To get some inventory in, got lots of small motors in. Actually, got some easy loader trailers that've been on order for about a year and a half. Finally, got some of those smaller trailers in, so that's a good sign. My suggestion to people out there is, if you need oil and stuff, start stocking up. Oil's been really hard to come by, um, all brands. So um, you know, now is the time to buy your stuff because when it comes May and April and May. You know, everybody's busy and everybody's out of stuff. So now's the time to start. The supply chain's coming back. up on everything you need. But, but it ain't all the way back. So I I, no. I could not agree with you more. I spent a good part of yesterday just kind of ordering some stuff and getting things going. It's it's either it's either the season or preseason with mm-hmm. me, you know. And I, it's right. nice to have your ducks in a row. There's And today's a great day to sit and watch a bunch of college football. And, and, and tie leaders, there you especially go. with Good my job. new bestest husky buddy, Rob Owensley. Rob, he's going to my second husky game tonight, Dave. I'm just, uh, so yeah, I don't know. He's okay with You it. should I, just, uh, yeah, okay, next week come over with Tobek and I at the Apple Cup. Yeah, I need, I need some counseling, buddy. Yeah. 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 Hey, we'll nephew's on the, the coaching cup. staff. Dave and Tobek are going to break into your house and throw a hood over you and duct tape well, you. Well, the way the, these, the way these coaches move around, you never know. My nephew may be over at WSU next year, so yeah. you never know. The way I these coaches are moving all over the place. Kalen so. DeBoer is going anywhere. Neither no, is his my staff, nephew's on his so. coaching staff, yeah. so that's why. But it's, it's a great great weekend to watch some college football. The weather's crazy. Get out, do some crabbing, go out and maybe catch some trout today. Oh, uh, we've got beautiful the weather, weather today in and tomorrow with no wind. and Oh, it's just yeah. it's going to be spectacular. Epic. And the, you all know, right. Get out there and get the kids out there trout fishing because right now yeah. there's not a lot of people out there. You know, even middle-aging power bait, 
um, has just been dynamite for people. Sure. And I had a couple of kids out and put some power bait out there with a split shot on it and just power, just motor mooched. And, oh, my gosh, they hit it so hard. We hey, get the hey, kids guess, out. Hey, guess what? Uh, trout eat one worms, too. Go buy, go <laughs> buy some raised worms. worms. <laughs> Dave, you just pissed Joey off. Come on. Worms. You can't dig power bait up. You have to dig yeah. worms up. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Let's have a little apple cup bet. I will put up some smoked salmon and, and venison salami and brats against a couple jars of your uh, your barbecue, barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. All right? You're on. Cup. Okay, buddy. All right. He's Dave Johnson. Go check out Kitsap Marina. They got a new selection of Ospreys in there, too, including that sweet 26-footer Lund boat. A whole lot more. KitsapMarina.com. Dave, thanks for your time, buddy. Please, thanks, buddy. please keep in touch. Thank you, Dave. We'll be talking, thanks, man. Guys. All right, See buddy. Talk to you soon. Coming up next, a critically acclaimed award-winning Northwest Outdoor Report right here on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Taking your safety seriously for over 70 years. Forget about standing in lines this coming Black Friday and go fishing instead. The Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife will be busy stocking lakes in western Washington ahead of the Black Friday fishing event. The lakes are stocked with holiday special trout weighing up to 3 pounds and averaging in the 15 to 16 inch range. To find a list of lakes that have been planted with trout, jump on the Catchable Trout Plant page on the WDFW website, and a list is also posted in the news section of the WDFW website. Winter crabbing now on tap in marine areas 10 and 11 near Seattle and Tacoma. Opening was approved after catch card data showed there was enough quota to have an opening in the central sound crab. It's open seven days a week through December 31st. The limit on dungeons is five per day. Minimum carapace width of six and a quarter inches. Dave Johnson, Kitsap Marine and Port Orchard, likes the area around Kingston and some of the bays on the east side of Bainbridge Island. He's going to drop his pots anywhere from 60 to as deep as 150 until he finds a crab. Dave says the key is to set your pots lots of bait to attract it from a distance. And if you missed Dave in the previous segment, hit the podcast at theoutdoorline.com. Just a reminder that razor clamming is still closed on the Washington coast. Elevated demoic acid levels in the clams prompted the closure of razor clam digging. WDFW continues to test the clams and will reopen the season when the clams are safe to eat again. WDFW will be hosting a coastal steelhead virtual town hall meeting from 6 to 8 p.m. on November 28th to gather public input and discuss proposed recreational steelhead fishing seasons this winter on the coast. Winter steelhead returned to coastal rivers at record low numbers last winter. Biologists are forecasting a similar trend this winter. Fisher managers are looking to craft some limited angling opportunity around these depressed runs while still getting enough steelhead back to the spawning grass to keep the runs going. Find login information on the Coastal Steelhead Virtual Town Hall meeting on the WDFW website. Late Buck is now underway here in Western Washington. It opened up on Thursday. It's going to run through tomorrow at dusk. That's November 20th. Late hunt is the best opportunity to harvest a mature blacktail on the wet side of the mountain since the deer are in rut more likely to move during those daylight hours. Over half of the blacktails harvested in Western Washington every year are taken on this four-day late hunt. Guide Mike Zvadloff of Mike Z's Guide Service in Forks says they're still catching plenty of bright silvers on the Forks area rivers. The Soul Duck and Ho, the Soul Duck Ho and Bogey are all kicking out their share of silvers right now. Mike's been fishing the Soul Duck mostly and has been twitching jigs or fishing beads under a float to catch silvers for his guests. He says the hatchery silver run on the Soul Duck is one of the biggest they've seen in many years. The nearby Bogashill and Ho rivers are also kicking out plenty of silvers right now. Mike said the cold mornings, uh, with the cold mornings, slow down your presentation 
or launch later as the Silvers have been super lethargic until the water warms up a bit. And WDFW has already had two virtual meetings to gather public comments about the proposal to reintroduce grizzly bears into the North Cascades, and two more meetings are scheduled. Next two virtual meetings are scheduled December 1st and 2nd. Uh, the, the one on the 1st at 12 p.m. and the one on the 2nd at 7 p.m. The new proposal from the National Park Service and U.S. Fish and Wildlife gives wildlife managers a much wider scope for managing the grizzlies once they are introduced. More information can be found about these virtual meetings on the WDFW website. This is Kent Brockman with a special report from the Channel 6 Newscopter. A large bear-like animal, most likely a bear, has wandered down from the hills <laughs> in search of food or perhaps employment. Please remain calm. Stay in your homes. <laughs> Sturgeon Retention opens New Year's Day on the Bonneville Pool, the Dallas Pool, and John Day Pool on the Columbia. Following the Sunday opener, fishing will be open on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays on the Bonneville and Dallas pools. And the John Day pool is going to be open seven days a week. Last year, the Dallas closed after just a few days. Fishing managers are hoping the days per week schedule extends the sturgeon season there. This year, anglers are going to be able to keep 190 legal sturgeon in the Dallas pool, 675 in Bonneville, and another 105 set for the John Day pool. Check out WDFW website for more information about this upcoming sturgeon opener down on the Columbia River. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Find the best in tires, brakes, wheels, batteries, shock struts, and more at LesSchwab.com. See, the Washington Lands Commissioner just banned net pens in Washington. Yeah, I that. do not have yeah. a problem with that whatsoever. I don't either. So they're, they're going to let, uh, actually, they just uh, canceled the leases for Cook Aquaculture. Uh, net pens are already banned in California, Oregon, and Alaska, and now here in Washington as well. So and, you're not going to see any more of that in the sound. What they need to do is start doing this on land, and that's where it's been successful. They can control the effluent. Mm -hmm. There's no sea lice. Uh, some of the areas where they've done this around the world, kind of expensive to raise salmon on the land, but once they get it figured out, it's a, it's a way better setup. And if you're, you're really curious about this, go check out Blue House Technology yeah. um, in, in a big, you know, Florida where, you know, you're, yeah. you just got back from. It's just a big, sandy water filter and they they can manipulate temperature within they and, popped, and salinity they, they popped in a well two miles deep down yeah. there to run that pumping water yeah, yeah exactly sure. and so they get raising salmon in florida yeah, yeah. Different, different. now you can live in florida you know why what are you doing living don't, here don't say that dude <laughs> kathy would take you up on that so the whole aquaculture thing it, it is interesting it's troubling and migratory paths for salmonids because of the incidence of of disease and parasites that are just naturally going to occur around these net pens. The other really interesting aspect of this is on the Columbia River, if indeed there is fish passage established over, over, over Grand Coulee, we have all these Colville projects in Rufus Woods Reservoir that would, again, pro, 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 provide that same problem or pro, pro, propose that same problem <laughs> to the my really pop, we're, all pop having a, piece here. we're all having a problem. So, <laughs> too much coffee. So that aquaculture project on on uh, on the Columbia River is troublesome. But I'm with you, Robbo. Is you could do this shore side. Yeah. Um, it and and uh, just to, to see these go away here in Washington, I think it's a great thing. The next domino to fall that I think will really help Washington runs is Canada. Canada. If we can get sure. the net pens so out of Canada. So many in Canada. If you go and look, they're just speckled all. There are hundreds I mean, of them. Yes. Of them. And our little salmon have to migrate through those areas, right. and they just get carpet bombed with sea lice when they go through and everything else. There's there's a biological oxygen demand mm -hmm. that, that just sucks the oxygen out of the waters around around those areas. And it uh, be interesting to see what Canada does because now 
the microscope is on them. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. Also talked to Kevin John up at Holiday Sports yesterday. Uh, been tough, bird, you know, duck hunting up there. Everything's been on the Bay Fronts with this Too really nice. still weather. Bluebird. Been tough, but this week's going to be good. We got storms coming in. We got a bunch of rain heading for the uh, the west side of the mountains. Here, it's going to get good for you duck hunters this week. So, uh, suck up on some shotgun shells and get out and get yourself some waterfowl. You got a great opportunity today to come and meet Joey Pyburn and Rob Ensley here at ThreeRiversMarine.com. It's a Thanksgiving week sale. 10 to 25% off everything in store. Great deals. Lowest prices you're going to see on Yamaha for a long, long time. Um, You're talking all the rods, reels in store, 25% off. We're going to pop out of here for a quick break. We're going to tell you all about the holiday raffle event, the winter steelhead derby, and everything else is going on here at Three Rivers Marine when Timmy Klontz himself grabs a microphone and lays it down right here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the RenaissanceMarineGroup.com's wheelhouse, brought to you by Weldcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. It's pretty appropriate, then, that we're coming at you from the number one Duckworth dealer in the world and the largest Pacific Northwest Yamaha dealer, Three Rivers Marine. Been here for 20 years, number three, RiversMarine.com, and here to tell us about a couple of the events going on today and throughout the winter is the general manager of Three Rivers Marine himself, my friend Tim Klontz. Hello, hello. How hey, are you? Uh, we are all here today, and I want to thank you guys for coming down here to kind of kick off our fall and winter events here. It's going to start with our Thanksgiving week sale. Uh, starts today, goes for one week. Savings throughout the entire store. Um, Tom's been talking about some of that stuff. One of the big discounts going on is on real boats. And so this morning I was able to activate a button on our website to show the actual pricing of boats. So please visit threeriversmarine.com, click on the holiday special tab, and you'll see your real deal. I invite you to take that price and shop at any other dealer, and you will not believe what kind of savings you're going to end up with. So I just want to explain what you just said. Because you guys don't put prices on all the boats. You ask people to call for pricing. And the reason you do that is there's kind of some shifty stuff kind of going on with that. But today, you can go to the number three, riversmarine.com, and see the price on your boat and Mm -hmm. shop it around. And that's not... For instance... There we go. For instance, we have the popular Duckworth 24-foot Pack Pro. This, believe it or not, is a boat that we brought in for our boat show. Um, It has joysticks. It has a T25 kicker. It's got, you know, the the anchor drum up on the front, diesel heater. Total savings on this is 16700 bucks, and it's only on boats in stock. And there are many, many, many other models from the Alumaweld, the G3. We've got a couple pontoon boats. Um, again, this is just kind of part of the kickoff week, and we are doing this till next Saturday. So come on down, check something out, phone in, make your deal, because on next Sunday... The prices aren't going to be like you, this. You got a week. Don't dilly-dally. And that boat, that is a killer setup. It's, yeah. absolutely. it's got everything Those pack need. pros are They're sweet. They're awesome boats. Self-failing yeah. deck. I yeah. mean, it is by far Perfect the, all-around boat. You know, it, it's built off the, the old 24-foot offshore hull. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's more of a daytime fishing boat. There's no, you know... Cutty cabin, you know, any of that kind of stuff in there, but it's a boat that can reach the ground. I, I like the and heater. They're easy to tow as I well. I like the yeah. heater. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. all about the diesel heater, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm looking around here. I'm looking at 25% off stickers on all the rods and reels and all that stuff, uh-huh. too. And 
A uh, lot of great stuff in here. I'm going to try to get out of here without spending a bunch of money. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. Dude. I'm already looking at that. I'm these. looking at red all, at all the steelhead jigs and everything over here. You guys have the steelhead derby that goes on here every year during yep, the hatchery and, steelhead yep, season. And we're I, doing it again this year. I call Sakamoto, Tom Sakamoto at the mm-hmm. fishing counter at least once a week to get a, an update on what's going on because that's that's kind of a barometer of how the steelhead really fishing is. is on the Skycomish so River. The, one of the exciting things here is that we do sell fishing tackle. If we were just a boat store, a bunch of guys sitting around wait for somebody to come by yeah, a boat that's yeah. boring we get to see everybody we get to see hear everybody's stories about experience and catching fish one of the best parts is this derby because all of a sudden some guy opens up the back of his hatchback car yep, and comes yep. walking right into the store dripping blood on the diamond plate floor <laughs> come weigh my fish and everybody gathers around we get a picture i mean it is absolutely a highlight of our day every time somebody brings a fish in um the- this is something that I was involved in when I was a kid, you know, fishing the Sky Comish. I spent most of my days up there fishing winter steelhead. And they had the derby at Sky Valley. They had the derby here. So, Back you know, when there was tackle shops. you run around everywhere. and weigh your fish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the old Sultan sport, Sporting Goods up there. I would run to all of them and weigh my fish, you know. And every Mini Mart has sand shrimp in it all oh, the way yeah. down the valley. Oh, yeah. And Skagit Valley did. All these river valleys had sand shrimp and, and cups of eggs and all kinds of stuff in them. Well, and last year we saw a little uptick in the steelhead, the winter steelhead. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I'm getting reports already of hatchery steelhead coming in in, in some of the rivers here. In well, and look, so. we, we had a fantastic run of Chinook. Fantastic run of coho. The chum came in way better than we've seen yeah. in years, and I think the steelhead fishing is going to be good. You also have a big raffle here, too, coming up this next month, right? So, no, it starts today. Mm-hmm. And so we've reached out to all of our vendors that, you know, we do business with, and we have a great number of raffle boxes on the real bar where for every $50 you spend, you get one raffle ticket. You put your name and phone number on it, and you put it in that one said box. You know, and we are legitimately giving away these prizes, and this goes through the 26th of December. And so this goes just past Christmas, and um, everybody gets an opportunity to, you know, choose what they want to win. There's displays of what it is. We've got, you know, a Benchmade, you know, knife kit, a Raymarine Element 9 fish finder, you know, gift cards. And, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's an unlimited amount of stuff that's here. Names like Bomac, Okuma, you got, you got uh, Procure, you got Benchmade. You're giving away some pen reels, too. Uh, it's so cool. And so, okay, so, so how does, how does the raffle work for every, every 50 bones you, you, you spend, mm-hmm. you get a ticket. You get a ticket. And you can carry that ticket and walk down and put it in whatever you want to win. Gotcha. And then typically when's the drawing? It's going to be on the 26th. So gotcha. it's going to be the day after, day after Christmas. Now, we did have one more prize that was added last night, which was pretty amazing. Um, uh, we did get a G Loomis E6X rod as well as a Dakota 500 added to that. And if we know, if everybody's aware of what the value of that is, that's a big prize. Yeah, it is. Oh, that, okay, that's, that's a sweet setup, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what Brian May popped in last night. Yeah, yeah that's very that, cool. That, that, that's we, we beat the heck out of those reels in Alaska mm-hmm. and put them to the test, and they're, right. they're, they're sweet. Uh, since the beginning, uh, Thrivers Marine has been an Alumawell dealer as well. Yes, absolutely. And this is the place to get your absolutely tricked-out river sled. Uh, most of the guys down on the, on the Columbia River uh, we'll run through here at some point, picking up their sleds. you got the fab shop, because mm-hmm. every river guide has their own idea of how they want their sleds yeah. set up. So you just go be set up get a your sled, bit go to the fab shop, boom, out the back door comes the most tricked out sled ever. Um, you guys are still pumping those out, it sounds still, like. Still pumping them out. I mean, yeah. we're pre-sold on a lot of these boats, and so we mm-hmm. get the occasional cancellation, and we get a boat that's available. Yeah. Um, for instance, on that list, if you click on our website, we do have a 23-foot Super V. 
um, that is available. Mm -hmm. And the real deal price is $8,800 off. And, and you know that's happening right now this week. And, and I think you had two of them before yesterday, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. one of one of your guys' yeah. uh, friends came by and picked up one of them. I, I might have been um, talking to him when you said it this and, way. He's like, "They got two of them. I'm going down there to put money." And he's on like, "This one matches my truck, and it's got yeah. top load rod lockers and a two thirds transom." And my wife says, "Yes, so we're doing it." Oh, you know, that guy, I the guarantee. Wife said yes. And if that guy shows up and it matches his truck, it is gone. <laughs> Classic. Oh, well, so. for. for for as long as I've been involved with Three Rivers Marine, they've been on the forefront of just the accessories that you need. Necessity is the mother of invention. And and Dave Lee spends more time on the water using the stuff, coming up with the stuff. His, you know, the, the, the tables that, that come out that, that we spend so much time on, the, the you know, downrigger mounts, slide-in Guys, rod holder extension, friggin' cooler everything. brackets for yeah. the transom, you know, bow mount trolling motor stuff, you know, battery compartments, you know, charger mounts, diamond plate and, garbage cans. Yeah, I mean, that's well, just the simplest well, thing, but it's the most valuable thing on your oh, boat because everything just blows out. Yeah, and, so. and everybody who works here, these guys, this isn't just a job, it's a way of. Of life. You know, these and guys are out on the river fishing, fishing and everybody's hunting. hunting. And, then, yep. and then just remember, we're opening up an hour early. And so, you know, I'm yeah. usually here early, but I've been excited to see the excitement of the employees coming down. Uh, they are out front of our store. They just pumped up a 20-foot <laughs> Yamaha 300 horse. <laughs> And we have a 16-foot or two that goes right next to it. But uh, So these are inflatable outboards. I guarantee dude. one of those will be missing one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I be want one. Sucker yeah. in the truck to it's go like home. a Yamaha bouncy house. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you see a 20-foot tall Yamaha in the Strapped to the top of a Chevy. Oh, he'll have it at Heading for Mel- at Marysville. It'll be at Mom's birthday this year. Yeah. I guarantee it. Hey, Ma, yeah. guess what I got you? Yeah. You got you a 20-foot 300 horse. Yes. So we Perfect. are excited for a fun day. I've got yeah. great staff, lots of people here excited to do just on-the-spot seminars, show people how to tie stuff. Um, the guys working today, they fish every minute. They're not at work. Yeah. They are in tune with what's going on, the local rivers. Um just excited that it's going to be a great day. Yeah, there's a lot of experience in the store, man. And I, you know, hope that you guys can stick around a little bit and oh, um, share some oh, yeah. time with some yeah. people. And, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, and, and you said it, spot seminars. I mean, because the thing of it is, when, when you go deliver a seminar, like like at the Seattle Boat Show, for instance, you have in mind what, what you want to present and what you think folks need to know. But somebody has a question that you that hasn't occurred to you, right? And, and so we end up talking to these people and you pick up you pick up something too mm-hmm. I, I mean it's 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 a two-way street these whole little little you know mini seminar deals mm-hmm. but but like you said you got a fully functional raymarine display over there i imagine we'll be hitting some buttons on that over there yeah. and of course we're going to be working together at the seattle boat show yep. in february and so what what's that going to look like what kind of products you're going to have down there at the show um well i mean we're going to sell all the boat or have all the boat brands that we sell down there we were just allocated our boat show space this year and it'll be our biggest space nine thousand square feet wow. so so we have a really, really big venue. Um, Going to be in the same spot we were in last year. Um, North Hall. North Hall. I really don't like start thinking about it until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know. Because, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just so much. Yeah, it is, dude. Yeah, we are already preparing for that, and we're looking forward to another successful you know, program, especially partner, you know, with you and your boat down there, which I don't know if it's going to be there, but we'll have some type of boat. Yeah, they'll be bring a, the blender this year. There'll be a 30. Yeah, yeah we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always blown away at just the you know how uh, much that's it's it's crazy to think about moving all those boats well, in and it's out a logistical and how, how it well up. orchestrated like, it is yeah. and that's that's what a great job George Harris and all those folks yeah. do and you people moving in and and all the dealers and stuff 
working together to get their stuff in there at the right time because you kind of got a window to get your stuff in there yep. before the next one moves in. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy how that thing all goes together. Yeah. Pretty cool. Look forward to seeing everybody there for sure. Timmy Klontz, thanks, man. Thanks for having us. This is going to be fun today. So we're coming at you from the number three, riversmarine.com, right here in Woodenville. Uh, We're going to be here through mid-morning. If you have a question, you know, come on down or just come on in. It's going to be fun to see who shows up. You're definitely going to see some folks I haven't seen in a while. And, and, and again, just an opportunity to just, you know, help somebody out here. It's kind of why we're here for sure. Yeah, well, I appreciate your guys' support. Thanks, Tim. um, Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. Timmy, right. excuse me, it's Timmy now. Timmy. Everybody, Timmy. Tommy, can Timmy. you take us out of here, Timmy? Tommy? Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> I a break. <laughs> you bet, dude. All Thanks, right. Tommy. Are Coming you going to are you gonna be on the show next week, Robbie? Three, oh, three figure out Here we go. I got something going on right. next week. Coming up next, the hottest report we're heard all week of the techniques you need to succeed. It's Roy Robinson RV's Really? Where? And it's next here on the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. No way. You gotta be kidding me. Really? Where? It's going back. The island is in the lady. Where'd you get him, man? No way. You, you gotta tell me. I, I, I'm not gonna tell anybody. Ocean Journey Red. Hey, man, can you tell me where you got him? I'll never put on a nice jacket again. Welcome to RoyRobinsonRV.com's Really? Where? Where? RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really? Time to step up to the number one Winnebago dealer in the Pacific Northwest, Roy Robinson RV Center, the all-new RV Center at Smoky Point. There you're going to find a complete lineup of Class A's, Class B, Super C's, travel trailers, fifth wheelers, trailers, pop-up campers, and so much more. Go check them out at Roy Robinson RV Center, RoyRobinsonRV.com. <laughs> that always makes us laugh. Just like, mows them down. You, you and I could never. I could no, never no, that. no. I'd trip and fall and yeah. get tangled up in my cord. Dude, that's, that's down. Why, that's man why, down, man down. That's why Starbucks should sponsor us, dude. You, <laughs> oh, you be geez, that's a five-shot Venti Americana right there. Yeah. yeah. Fully automatic. That's been banned in Washington State, by the way. Have, you well, yeah, you on, are out of here. You're out. Straight to Olympia for you. Here we go. Marine Area 10 and 11 open up for crabbing this week in the Central Sound. Uh, solid. Good reports. And look, we got a couple days left of this like calm, nice yeah. weather. It's sunny. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. The water's flat. Crab, <laughs> crab now while you can because it's going to yeah. switch. And it's going to become sure. duck weather. It's going to sure. be deadliest catch yes. out there. Man. And so if you missed Dave Johnson's report earlier in the 7 o'clock hour, he was on talking about some, some tips for crabbing here in the Central Sound. Um, you know, go back and listen to the podcast. If you want the outdoor line or on iTunes, you can listen to that, get some tips for that. But again, it's been good. Marine Area 11, uh, Marine Area 10, uh, silver fishing still going. Skagit rivers open through the end of the month, still catching silvers up there. And the good news is too, on the North sound rivers, the chums have been coming back in huge numbers and, and, and the deep South sound as well. Tons of chums coming back all of a sudden, which is good news for Great our news. rivers. Also the coastal rivers. Uh, talked to Mikey Z yesterday out in the Forks area. They're just stroking silvers out there in that Forks area still. Solduck, Ho, Bogashiel, and then down around the corner into the Hump Tulip Shayla system. There's a lot of coho right and now. And still catching like chrome bright sea lice. Yeah, coho. beauties. Yeah. You know, and those coastal coho they come in late and some just some and cranker big, coho big. man. And there's been some steelhead showing up. I've seen a couple come out of the Hump and some of these other rivers and heard some reports up here in the North Sound. It's me too. Of some steelheads, yeah. so we're not too far away. And we just had Tim on talking about their mm-hmm. steelhead derby. Uh, you know, with Hatchery Steelhead coming in here on the Sky Commerce, they have a yearly derby. We could have a good steelhead run here this year. We're a little ways off or a week or two away from that, but uh, fingers crossed. Well, and remember, the, the Tokel Creek was really good last year for a while. It was. It was hot. For sure. So, so it won't be too long, and guys will start sneaking down there and checking the checking the waters for some uh, Late steelhead. blacktail through tomorrow. Uh, this is the late hunt. It goes on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It goes off every year. 
usually about 60% of the blacktails harvested in western Washington come on this late hunt. This year, it's been tough. Mm-hmm. This The still, calm, beautiful weather we've had has not lended itself well to blacktail hunting here. Dude, but you still got to get out. Two weeks. If it doesn't rain on Monday, I don't. I never remember in November of my life where we, we, we had two yeah. solid weeks of sunny weather. Crazy. And, and usually we got that rainy, blustery weather yeah. that pushes those deer around. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been out on this late hunt, and it is just you need a snorkel. It's yeah. raining so hard. Uh, but it, it's still, you got to get out. This is your last chance here. But you muzzleloader guys that are that are going to hunt blacktail here on the west side with, with your muzzleloader, this is going to be a good one because yep. they really are just now coming into the rut. This next season here is the muzzleloader season. I, I can see this is going to be good. We're going to see some nice bucks coming off the west side. Uh, waterfowl hunting. Should be good this week. we got rain coming tomorrow night, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and a good amount of rain coming here in Western Washington. I talked to Kevin John up at Holiday Sports yesterday. All that guy does is duck hunt this time of year. He's looking forward to this. You know, he thinks we're even going to get some sheet water maybe up in the fields there in Skagit County, which means, you know, hopefully Chehalis Valley and some of these other places will get some sheet water also and move some of those birds in off the base because it's been just a straight-up bayfront show here the last couple of weeks. So that's what's going on. Also, eastern Washington froze up pretty good these last few days over there, but the temperatures are going to subside a little bit on the east side. And I think we're going to get, you know, back back to some good waterfowl hunting on that side as well. The really cold temps over there push those birds down yeah. to Umatilla. When it warms up again, mm-hmm. a lot of them move right back up into the east side, up into potholes and, and uh, up into Moses Lake. And kind I of the so bread basket up in there where they Yeah, because we're a week from tomorrow. Or excuse me, a week from Monday, we'll be, we'll be rolling oh, over there. That's a fun hunt, man. Oh, I can't wait. Hunt with the duck taxi. Uh, <laughs> it's just a blast. I mean, they do a great job, Shelby and the guys over there. And, and we usually shut down about 11. And then the barbecue fires up oh, yeah. in the, yeah, in the exactly, blind. Yeah. And how many uh, times have we had ducks bombing in with smoke oh, yeah. pouring out the top of the blind? <laughs> you know, you're eating them and shooting them. And they're at flying the same through time. the smoke. Yeah. Like, oh, don't yeah, you smell no your? You know, they, they they cook duck kebabs in the blind. This for is going to be like, it's unbelievable. Kevin, it's a, that Kevin, is a, cra- a crazy experience. <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's going to be so yeah. Kevin Gogan's first decoying duck experience. Well, they're doing like a little um, like a little one again on the end of the blind. Like a, you know, with a little tip out roof on it and for him, because he's just a mountain of a man. Oh, you know, how are we going to get him in a blind? Yeah. You know, so they're going to, they're going to reconstruct some of their fencing and stuff in there. And we need to get him like a, him. a decoy hat. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. his head just pokes up above magnum. the blind, a nice big mallard <laughs> yeah. up there. Magnum goose head. Have, have you seen him holding his shotgun? <laughs> it looks like a pistol. Yeah, it looks like a little toothpick. <laughs> just freaking yeah. pathetic. It's going to be fun. Anyway, oh. we're heading over there in a couple weeks, but, uh. But the, the bottom line is there's always something to do here oh, in Western is, Washington. For sure. This is also a great time to get out and get some of those oysters here off the Ooh. beaches uh, in Hood Canal and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, everything's super. The water's cold right now. Mm-hmm. They're really clean and firm. And if you want some oysters right now, is the time oh, to do yeah. it. That's yeah. a good call. No yeah, doubt. Something to do. Yeah, great call at that. We're here at Three Rivers Marine today. Uh, we are kicking off their Thanksgiving week sale, one entire week of discounts on virtually everything in the store, 25% off every rod reel combo whatever you see deep discounts on tackle discounts on yamaha outboards that i haven't seen if, if you missed last segment timmy ran down a couple other things and here's the thing you don't see boat motor trailer package prices on three rivers marine.com you don't it's just timmy just opened those up Log on to the number three riversmarine.com and you can let your fingers do the walk and you're going to find some incredible deals today from a shop that takes care of you and has been here for 20 years, has just an, an unbelievable reputation for integrity and customer service. We're going to be hanging out here till mid morning and I hope you can come down and join us because while we've all done 
seminars before, some of the most um, interesting interactions we've had with folks is somebody that comes up with an observation and asks us a question. And that's kind of, you know, what it's all about. It's just this knowledge is, is a two-way street. And nobody, no one guy knows as much as all of us about this wonderful sport we call fishing and hunting. Yep. Come down and see us. We're going to hang out here till you know, 10, 11 o'clock. And then uh, I'm going to bust out of here and head to the Pheasant Reserve. That, oh, remember, you are. Yeah. That's, that's going to wrap up here too on the last, west side, too. Oh, that was so on my notes here, too. Pheasants, get, we get got out. this week, right? Yeah, get the up last, and get your yeah. pheasant. Typically, the last releases are the day before Thanksgiving. They clear out the pens. And and listen, guys, that's... The, that's when you want to go. Yeah, because they, they got to dump all, all the birds. The birds. Yeah. <laughs> if, you can, if you can beat my Uncle Ray and my Uncle Ron out to the corn, you might get a pheasant. Now, those Some, guys roll up their shirt sleeves oh, and go do. to work. Oh, oh they do, for yeah. sure. And the funny thing is, you know, some of the last birds out of the pen aren't the sh- aren't the smartest. Okay, they don't have all their feathers. Okay, the crazy but thing though, they're incredible eating. They are, dude. I made they're, yeah, they're I made good. I made pheasant corn chowder Ooh, last oh, yeah. week. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so good. I'm a pheasant under glass fan, dude. Yeah. I love that's my just my favorite way to have them. And, and of course, um, all right, turkey recipes really really quick. I brine my bird. I picked it up yesterday. Then I put it in the pellet grill. And by the way, Three Rivers Marine is a pellet grill pro shop. Nelly too. treats his turkey like a salmon. Dude. He brines it I, and smokes I it. I brine it and smoke it and then deep fry it. Mm-hmm. That's what's going down at my place on Thursday. We were day. trading uh, turkey mm-hmm. recipes at this event down in Florida here this week because yeah. people were there from all over the country. Oh, yeah. and, and there was a lady there that brined her turkey and then did the whole smoke oh, thing. And oh, I was like, oh, my mouth was it's watering. It's amazing. So good. The thing about if yeah. you're going to smoke it, it dries it, and so you can spend less time in the deep fry with it. Gotcha. That's a big, big key. All right, come see us at Three Years Marine. We're going to pop out here. You missed any of the show, uh, make sure you jump on MyNorthwest.com. Hit the podcast on TheOutdoorLine.com. Download that Apple podcast app. Uh, give us a follow on social media at Joey Pyburn, at Rob Ensley on Instagram, at the Outdoor Line, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For Matt Nelson, long-suffering in the studio down in Seattle, Joey Pyburn for Rob Ensley. I'm Tom Nelson. This has been the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app.